and we're live. Boys, I got a I got a tale for you here, and I I, I, I come I come to you seeking counsel mm. on what I should do. Uh, I went to a okay. very expensive suit store because a friend wanted to take me there. He was getting a suit bought, and he wanted me to consult for whatever good I would be at that. Like I don't really know, so I basically just sat around. But this jacket caught my eye. Uh, this field jacket that I really liked. It's something I'd been looking for a long time. I asked the lady, I'm like, what's the price of this? She says $900. <laughs> oh, yeah. $900 is the price of this jacket. For just the jacket. Just the jacket. You said field jacket. I don't know it's what that is. It's a field is. jacket, like a Harrington jacket. It's kind of like a jacket Walter White would wear. Think like that, but it's made out of moleskin. It's like really nice fabric. Mm-hmm. It looks really sick. Uh, it's in a light brown color. God. Anyway, so mm-hmm. this fucking jacket... I'm haggling her and I'm wheedling her. And then she's like, well, if you get like, first of all, should I buy a jacket for $900? If it would make me look really cool and really no. badass. No. Absolutely. No, no. That, that might not be the advice I wanted, but it could be the advice I needed. <laughs> if you ask for advice and you don't like what you're told, then I think you already know what you want to do. That's true. But you could get a stick jacket. And still feel like you're paying big bucks for like 300 200 That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's well, a reasonable amount of money to pay for like a nice so jacket. I'm going to throw some curveballs in here. So I email her because I have her business card. And I'm like, I got to know more about this jacket. Uh, and then she's okay. like, well, what you could do, you get the jacket and one other item. And we would give you the one other item for free, basically. And I'm like, okay, so like a, like a cheap suit and then the jacket, right? But then she throws me an even bigger curveball. She says, if you can basically refer three people to me who buy something over email, (laughs) I'll give you the jacket for free. Three people, you said. No, well, each person would discount the price of the jacket by a third. And so even if I got like one person, I'm now looking at a $600 jacket. Is this really how we're opening the pod with you trying to get us into some sort of multi-level marketing If you guys are looking for expensive suits, hit me up because I got a fucking deal for you where I get a jacket. I'm kind of interested in this. I'm kind of interested in this. You're not in my area. Oh, I'm not. Well, I could still email. You could still email, but you wouldn't buy anything. I might. Okay. However, hang on. Do do I need to buy anything? Because here's the thing. Yeah. I refer three people. Okay, you wouldn't even <laughs> fit in the jacket. I'm banning you from even talking. I'm going to ask they take the jacket off the online store for the duration Are of your Are you going to plug the name of this store? In I'm the- not yeah. for our listeners because nope. they're going to buy the jacket. If you want to buy something from this DC Taylor, reach out to me privately. Uh, <laughs> through the pod email. Oh, you're trying to get a listener to participate. <laughs> I'm, getting, I I'm soliciting people for the pod in part of my scheme to get... First of all, if I end up getting this fucking jacket for free, you guys are never going to hear the end of it. You guys are going to be retired. Chessman's going to be dead. Daniel, you'll be, like, retired, and I'm still going to be calling you up. Why am I the first person to die? I don't know. I just catch those vibes, bro. Like, I just, <laughs> wow. going wow. to die first. All right, cool. That's good to know. I, I have a longer, uh, what's it called? Belt. I, belt? Belt. Belt. Than any of us. Oh. 
I'm not doing no, no, no. <laughs> you look back no. at the ceiling fan. <laughs> it's a nine hundred dollar belt. That's not for hanging myself. <laughs> yeah, I bought the finest calfskin leather belt because I wanted to do suicide in style. Speaking oh. of suicide in style, mm-hmm. this is the best podcast for world building that you're going to find on the internet in under two <laughs> minutes of Google searching. Right. A casual search will not... A casual search will reveal better. us as the best results. Don't dig deeper on that, I would say. Don't no. follow your instincts. Listen to us, because we're about to whip up a world before your very eyes. <clears throat> Who's the Laurel at today, eh? Oh, I really should prepare this shit before... <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to quickly fill people in the rules of the podcast... You know, hey, you- go ahead. We're four people, um, and we want to make a world in 30 minutes or so. And so we ask three of those people to produce a prompt word. And from those three words of primordial soup, a world is born. And one person is the lore lad and sort of is the creative director, in a sense. Has some veto power. Um, that was a and concise explanation. The lore lad, oh, it's me. I rolled a three oh, here. Oh, good. Uh <laughs> Okay. Which uh-huh. of course uh-huh. means I'll be the lad this episode. You guys send your prompts to me. And if you want expensive suits, as the lore lad, I'm taking a bit of time here to explain. Why don't you email the pod email and we'll, we'll hook you up with a little referral that'll get me that jacket I want. <laughs> I'm holding the podcast hostage. That's cool. It's like how there's discount codes in other podcasts. On this yeah, one, here it's sure. not a discount. No, okay. And I discount get a for you. <laughs> you talk to me. I'll get a discount. If you guys have any promo codes for websites that sell cool jackets, hit us up. You know, we appreciate it. Every little bit helps. <laughs> Soliciting promo codes instead of providing them. That's what we uh, do. We get the promo code because <laughs> we provide the podcast for free. There's no ads. And in exchange, you hook us up with some fucking <laughs> sick, <laughs> sick words. You Those are send the us rules. free shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, right. Let's um, get going, huh? All right, all right. Uh, your prompt word, Belvin, what do you have? Cherry. Cherry? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, hmm. my prompt word is Elden Ring. No, uh, it's no. not. Uh, no, no, it's, it's not. Fucking <laughs> not. <laughs> it's not. But, uh, uh, no, my prompt. Uh, my prompt word is uh, is mute. 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 Yep. Okay. My prompt word is packed. Packed. Yes. So we have cherry, mute, <laughs> packed. Packed man eat cherry. Packed with <laughs> cherry flavor. That's what I'm thinking Jesus. right now. <laughs> Rice. <laughs> this is an ad for Pepsi. Actually, this episode is brought to you by Pepsi Max Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode's b- brought to you by that DC Taylor whose name I can't mention <laughs> because Chessman will buy the jacket. <laughs> Despite me. Okay. Focus, people. The- all right. This so, this episode is brought to you by your coupon codes that you send to us. <laughs> uh, when I think mute, so no talking, right? This is a setting I inherently have a lot of trouble dealing with. Yeah, uh, like throw you a by curveball. my own nature. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it can be part 
You know, there could be a factionless mute. There could be a cursive muteness. What if what yeah, if there could there's be a an certain, epidemic of muteness? What if there's a certain number of words you get to say throughout your life, and when you use them up, that's it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> huh? That's an idea. Yeah, I. That's an idea. I would propose yeah. starting with pact. I feel like pact is the most. Like the best starting point. Yeah, but like, pact also is a pact to do what? Because we can pact. I feel like is a one that we pact with a spirit. We kind of throw pact in at the end. It's like, oh, and they made a pact to do. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it pact to be, be the like, cornerstone. If a pact were made to it make your words like powerful, right? To like you make yes. a pact to like buy words of power, kind of, but using them like. Either you can only use them so many times, or using them, like, maybe it erodes your vocal cords to use this, like, word magic. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So, like, you you have all this power, and you can, like, speak magic into the world, but over time, you lose the ability because it, like, degrades your, your body. Right, your so when you're cords. young, you, know, you have your full voice, and then it gets raspy. Well, does everyone get to use these words? No, I'm actually like a, a magician who are on class. board with kind of the yeah the agenda. You have to make the pact. You have to make the pact in order to uh, make give your words power, and then and and then you cannot you cannot all the words that you speak are become words of power. So so this is like a mute, and you also have to retain all your bodily fluids. To focus your, your magic, <laughs> you, everything that comes out has to go back in. Yeah. <laughs> everything, it's, it's your own. We've established the magic system. Uh-huh. You can't even explain why you're drinking a glass of your own cum. Uh, Twelve minutes for the first cum drinking reference of the pod. <laughs> We're professionals, well, Dan. This is interesting. So. The the pact makers, mm-hmm. um, they communicate mostly through writing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. spoken word is you know that's using up your power, and they're like gradients. Like you start full voice, and then you're like a rasper, um, and then you're a soft voice, and then you're a whisperer. And at a certain point, you you've lost your voice completely. Yeah, I like that. How, wh- what's the time frame to lose your voice? If you're using words of power every day, basically, and what do the words do also? That's kind of the other thing. Is it kind of like the force where it's telekinesis and you use words to dictate what you want to change in the environment around you? Yeah, it could be a magic system where, you know, everything... Vocals are really important, yeah. Yeah, like there, there's conservation of matter and stuff, and you're just like manipulating things. Or I kind of like magic. that better than like fireball blasty bullshit. I almost like it as like an idea wherein you can do almost anything with this. You can do really complex spells, but you got to use more words of power to do it. Like, yeah, right. If you, if you just say like water, like a whole bunch of water might like appear in your house, but like you don't know how much or in what like capacity. Oh, it's like a spe- specificity thing. Yeah, you have to use more words of power to actually make your spells useful. Yeah. Which is why it's a very complex language, because there's a lot of words that, in our, like, we might think are mean the same thing, but they're actually very subtly different names for, uh, for things. Well, the magic language, yeah. I think the language people speak and the magic language are different languages. Uh, I think that kind of makes sense. Maybe the magical language is something that's been lost uh, the alphabet that was like stricken from the earth, but these little 
sprites or these guarantors of power that give people the ability to say the words, they're kind of the only place that this uh, alphabet of magical letters still exists and they carry it from place to place with them. They're kind of like in their own way trying to preserve their language. Yeah, I just got mm -hmm. sort of... I just got a mental image of automaton scribes. Like, perhaps from a past race or a past kingdom. Um, they're the ones who carry out the, the packs. Okay. Automatons. That's that's a different sort of tack than, than, what, than what I was thinking, yeah. I just think it's interesting to, like, not go with, like, fairies or demons or spirits or something and have it be like a... I was going to go more spirit. I was going to go more spirits with it. Yeah. So, yes. What I could see that being original. interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. like you sign a contract with, like, a mechanical, like, entity. Like, the magic... Hmm. It says here I gotta drink my own cum. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I get to drink my own <laughs> cum. Where do I sign? Yeah, they just add my piss and shit. I mean, I've been that's doing that for the free table. for years. Well, it, you, consuming your own bodily fluids is the only way to heal your vocal cords. <laughs> so they flavor everything with cherry so that it doesn't taste so bad. Oh, and wait, listeners, so that's, that's true in real life. It's true in real life. It's <laughs> That's not real. Please. Please, Lorelai. <laughs> this, this podcast, unfortunately, I've never eaten my own cum, so I don't know what it tastes like. And I believe Belvin is sort of a subject matter expert, I would say, in this phenomenon. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would attribute most of my magical powers to <laughs> the cycle of steam. Sorry, I saw an opportunity to dunk there and I had to do it. Uh, mm. He seized an opportunity. Um yeah what, if, so, yeah, what if the origin of these words of power aren't actually, like, from, like, a spirit or a demon, but, like, it was something that was, like, artificially created, this language. So you sign a deal with, like, a mechanical force. Like, uh -huh. a, it could mm -hmm. be, like, a thought engine, like a computer that's, like, running the world or something like that. It's, like, yeah. it's kind of, like, giving you the developer the console commands. commands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, And that's yeah, how your magic there are maybe works. vaults scattered across the landscape. These archival there vaults. There, there is there in this in this city. The city has sprung up around like a uh, this core of a computer, basically. We don't know it's a computer, but yeah, it is. No, no, it's what it presents to everyone is actually is like maybe a sort of like a persona, like almost like a human persona. Oh, there's like a Wizard of Oz thing going on. Yes, but it, yeah, it's so the computer is pretending to be a wizard, right? Essentially, it, uh, I think, and so this wizard is making this uh, thought engine is like giving people basically the, a pass to uh, use its power, and that's and uh, somehow somehow it has to be communicated to between them and the words that they speak and the and back to so I think that we can kind of hand wave that frankly but mm -hmm. I do think okay so people in this setting have a mythology and it's mm -hmm. a mythology they're not really technologically advanced anymore but what if they have kind of a mythology that's basically like oh long ago like humans made little angels that were invisible that followed them everywhere and that they could talk to uh and what people are referring to in that mythology is like AI and microchips and shit. Right. Uh, 
And humans invisible in, angels. Well, humans yeah. invented more than that. Uh, they invented a literal organ, kind of in your glottis, that is an artificial mm. invention that can be passed down genetically, that allows you to communicate with this computer. And we've since forgotten all about it. There was a terrible like war. Basically, humanity left the planet, then returned, and then left, and then returned. Like, thousands upon thousands of years have passed, and this original technology, we no longer have a way to access. Uh, what should the computer be called? I, uh, Vox something, maybe? Oh, I like Vox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Vox, Vox engine? Yeah, the Vox, Vox engine. machine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not That's Vox machine. Vox, <laughs> the Vox machina. And yeah. We're bleeping it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, maybe not Vox. Maybe not. I do like yeah, Vox. I like Vox. I think yeah, well, Vox is I, good. I like it too. God damn it. Yeah, I okay. think like Vox yeah. engine works. Vox like, or Voce. Vox yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that's a really sick backstory as to uh, how magic works in this world. Yeah, like it's really AI that live with us, but we haven't figured out really that it's, that that's what's doing. We think that we are innately magical. Yeah. Well, but, so maybe, so yeah. for the pact, right. For like the connective tissue for man to pick this up. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could co combine Chessman's like presenting as other idea. Like mm -hmm. maybe the automatons, there's a race of automatons who are the ones who you make a deal with or something. Yeah, you make a pact, and when you make this pact, they connect to your. Uh, yeah, they basically they turn it organ. on for you. Right, yeah, they, activate, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they plug the yeah. aux in, and yeah. that's literally yeah. why. That's literally why yes. it fucks up your vocal cords. Is it's literally right there, uh, yeah. and it fries your vocal cords. Eventually, you can't talk. But people attribute a supernatural uh, right. occurrence to that when we really don't understand this technology that we invented thousands of years ago. So cool. This is pretty sick, actually. Yes. Okay. How many layers of apocalypse are you on? That the cherry? <laughs> Do we want to knock out cherry? No, I, I no, I think cherry <laughs> should figure into the setting. What if there's like cherry trees everywhere, and we're not sure like why they're there, but they're attributed like a protective and divine significance on the setting as a whole. But actually, they're genetically modified cherries. That sort everything of is... on Earth is genetically modified. Like yeah. we don't know it really. We were absent from Earth maybe for a long time and came back. Uh, but everything on Earth is modified to some purpose or another to interact with the words of power or suit our ends or mm -hmm. the ends more sinisterly of this Vox system that probably has like supplanted or maybe was the cause of us leaving in the first place. <laughs> it's kind of a cool aesthetic too, just like cherry trees everywhere, all mm -hmm. like white leaves and everything. There could mm -hmm. be like a mm -hmm. religious group that for thousands of years has like basically like circumcised people's throats, like it just cut out the little organ and people don't know why they do that. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, but they oh, know. Shit. Yeah, they're like, it's bad for you. It's, it listens to whatever you say. It's a computer. It's like not, it's not a natural I don't organ. You're driving that as circumcising made it even grosser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of well, does. Because, okay, because first of all, circumcising wouldn't be the right word because that would be to cut around. It'd we don't be have to keep talking about you, Yeah, you'd be, you'd, I, Oh God, that's awful. Yeah, but well, um, I, I, sure. Yeah, there's like there 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 is like a anti-religion religion almost. That's the the cherries. I kind of like. I'm I'm thinking about the like like sort of like anatomy of a cherry. It's like you not only have like a fruit, but they have a stone inside of it. So maybe 
maybe the stones of the cherry fruit are like maybe there's something special to them. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, I mean they could be like the Wi-Fi routers in a way, like the the, the neural network. We have established the, this computer can okay. work through organic material, and it can yes. use organic material like machines. Mm-hmm. I think that severe crazy ass bioengineering is on the table here and the cherries in fact could be the computer like they could just be it found a way to exist outside of its like old mainframe structure and engineered these plants and transferred its consciousness literally all over the globe and it's literally kind of a mother gaia network it's a network of yeah on maybe the that's how it continues okay. to integrate with biomatter yeah, and its old dead husk is still somewhere under the planet's like surface or core, you know, but it's left yeah. that. It's traveled out to like be where life is. Right. And maybe like so we, we talked about this vocal cord adjacent genetically transmitted organ. Like maybe other stuff is harder to genetically transfer with human to human, so they continue to have control over biomatter. You rely on people eating these cherries, essentially. Yes. I agree. I agree. Which is, it's convenient that they're everywhere, right? So, no, this is what's fucked up. is like if humans or the computer working probably with past humanity engineered an organ for our use, what other organs did it put in our body that we don't know about? Is kind of the other shit. Do you know that octopi have an organ that basically kills them when it's time for them to die? Like, they don't age. Their organ just says it's time to die, and they just die. They have oh, a kill shit. switch organ? They have a kill switch organ that switches on, uh, okay. uh, and they don't age until they, they just die. And this world has well, a kill switch organ, too. <laughs> definitely. There could be, like, a membrane around your heart that's almost like a second organ, and that's the kill switch as it compresses on your Holy heart. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe in this world, like, you get to, like, healthy Pops age, like, like you get to 35 and you don't really age more, like, you don't... Yeah, 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 yeah. But you do have a kill switch when you get a and certain And the people age. who, like, uh, the religious people, they do age at a more rate, and people think that they're, like, freaks, or, like, don't talk to them. But they're like, no, this is like how humanity's always lived. And you people are basically heretics who like, <laughs> don't understand. Yeah, so real quick. You've so like destroyed like the, any aspect like of humanity in yourself. There's like nature, like church, essentially. Maybe they're not even, mm-hmm. they don't even recognize what they're doing as like the root cause of it anymore. But they do see the results of it. And it's right, making them more like naturally in tune with like the world. Yeah, they're sort mm-hmm. of the unconsciously anti-robot folks. They also abstain from eating cherries. They farm their own uh, food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't wander around in the Eden-like world that's kind right. of presented for them. They probably have an origin myth about the cherry being an apple The cherry thing. being bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. The cherry of knowledge of good and evil. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we also talked about the, the users of the words of power who make packs with... Fox, um, and those I guess would it wouldn't be a religious thing. It'd almost be like a like maybe a lot of the professionals of this world, um, like the, at the highest levels, like make these packs. So yeah, they can and truthfully, if the computer things. is this widespread and people have been eating cherries and shit, I don't think it needs an intermediary to speak to you or scarily like influence your thoughts in a direct way to compact with it what does it get out of us using the voice 
Maybe well, there could, are parts of the world that it hasn't actually taken control of yet, and it's trying to spread like its yeah. network further. It it can't use that the voice sense. itself, right? Mm. Uh, the language kind of was something that we invented with it, but it can't use it, so we use it for it to further its own ends. So it's locked in this one area. It's like locked in. Uh, well, I, I it, like it being it has the whole this planet, nation, but and well, so one thought is that. Uh, there, it sort of gets sort of the experience. Like once you're using the voice, part of your mind becomes shared with it. Like it, it deepens the, the connection with your mind, and so it gets to experience being you to a certain extent. Like you lose a bit of yourself, and it gets a bit of yourself. Um, and Vox, for, for whatever reason, like likes the experience. Well, I think of a human it wants host. to. I think it wants to ultimately be humanity. Like, not just, like, one or two people, but, like, most of, if not all of humanity. It wants to be the whole world. It wants to be yeah. everything. Yeah, It's experience yeah. being the cherry trees, and it wants to be, uh, what was it, like, both the tree and the lightning that strikes it. Uh, <laughs> it wants to be God, sort of. It wants to, like... And also, maybe it's, like... It's interesting, because it's sort of an ego thing, right? To, to, to be everything and not just, like, be a piece of everything. Well, and I think it wants to be God, and I think eventually it wants to leave this planet and, like, uh-huh, spread and its take, network yeah, further spread out. spread other planets. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> there are other humans, uh, there are other humans throughout the galaxy, too, is the other thing. Uh, whether they even know that they're human or not anymore, maybe it's that kind of, like, sci-fi where basically, like, there's an interstellar empire that collapsed millions of years ago and people have regressed to, like, feral states on certain worlds. Because people have left already. The, this, this, the people who li- are live alive on this planet, they are descendants of people who have already left and come back. Yeah, and it's like a yeah. fallen civilization. We're like on like some post 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 apocalypse shit. The end of yeah. history, but it's an Eden yeah. kind of for us. Like, uh, or we think it is. Yeah, I mean, being able to manipulate matter and reality through the words of power. Yeah, like not that. aging. Uh, Cherries fucking everywhere. <laughs> there's unlimited food. There's like no real war, really. I mean, well, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about human yeah, societies that's, here. That's what I wanted to bring up next, too. Like, if so, we've established these like sort of religious types as an opposition force. Are are the humans politically unified, like, and in subservience to Vox, or are there actually people that? in a non-peaceful way are interested in like resisting the words of power and like the cherry tree like they, they're chopped well, down cherry trees i think trees. the way we've set it up i think the way we've set it up i like the idea that actual opposition is more like veiled and couched in metaphors and religion than yeah, yeah. Like, people they aren't really myth, aware yeah. of the full reality like of the situation they instinctively they like cut down cherry trees uh, like they just cut them down and burn them as part of a festival and other people are like why do you do that and they're like we don't know we've just always done it and Vox is like so fucking mad at that <laughs> like <laughs> they oh, were man. like taught all the ways to supplant this uh, AI that's taken over like earth basically they were it was literally yeah, coded in them for thousands of years like what yeah, to do like old stories for one thing and also just like instincts yeah. Well, if there's no, like, if there's just unlimited food, like, there's no struggle for resources, really, in this setting. There's unlimited cherries. 
But yeah. cherries are not everything that humans need to live off. In fact, if the world were only cherries, we would all die. So with the words of power, though, you can create not just like a temporary use thing. But, like if you need fresh water, yeah, you can just summon water, but you can also dig a well. Like mm -hmm. it's so it, maybe it's like there are like isolated, like not maybe not isolated, but there are like pockets of humanity where the users of the voice have like created settlements and cities. Yeah, like, I would think mm -hmm. that. The, the shape of civilization would be driven by the users of the words of power. And that's why I like the idea of, you know, being a little more selective in terms of who can do it. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, first of all, I think it would reach out to you if it saw that you had enough societal influence to use this organ for not like just to advance your own wants. Or if you were like an exceptional individual, like someone who's like very either skilled or like brave or selfless like big dicked yeah 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 right. you've got a huge long you get the um, gift you get the gift yeah so this so the vox's purpose here right the the it's the vox engine it is trying to like unite humanity and save humanity and like put them bring them uh basically like bring them back to a a spacefaring society no it's its purpose, I think, is to build this Eden for us where we're complacent. It doesn't care. Well, it, it does want oh. us to go to space, right? But we are kind of, it wants us to go to space as it, you know, as right. fully supplanted, like part of the pod, uh, basically. That may, So it makes sense that they wouldn't want humanity to leave before it's ready for that. Because that's right. what happened In fact, before. it wants to keep them here. Uh, now that they've come back, it's like thrilled because it can't really influence its environment as fast as we can influence it. We can dig shit up and do all this shit. It took f millions of years to evolve into like a tree, like a type of mm -hmm. tree that's now everywhere. Uh, and it it wants to engineer an organ uh, that may be genetically dormant in us that it had tried to engineer before. And we were like, oh, this is fucked up. Well, I think it wants our brains, right? Yeah, that allows us, it complete yes. control of us, uh, basically. Uh, uh yeah, a, an organ that uh, in the brains of every maybe there is a already a like uh, there's a subset of people who have a partially developed yeah or by using yeah. the voice you're sort of letting it in like that's the pact right mm. the voice um, yeah. modifies your genetic code yeah and like the more you use it the the more it sort of gets to be part of you. Ooh, that's a, I like that's that. a little bit that's a that's a little bit it's it's a little too tied up for me i i kind of like the the idea of like it, the people who have made this pact and are using the voice are burning themselves out and they're like it's it's hand but the the they are trying the voice uh the vox engine is trying to develop like uh humans that it can control it can control their brains and and like bypass this whole voice thing and this there's all these this, these packs that it's making. I guess. I mean, so just get a direct control. Sure. To to me, like burning the voice is a cool idea, but now that we've fully developed the Vox concept, it does feel more like thematically linked to the rest of the setting for the consequence to not just be burning your voice, but also like losing part of yourself to the Vox. Uh, I agree. Well, I don't. I, I don't I see why it wouldn't be both. both. I, I yeah. agree kind of with Belvin, you burn up your voice, and also it sort of advances its own 
little way up into your biology. And it's mm -hmm. not really a noticeable outward change. This is the big barrier for the Vox, though. This The, the Vox is trying to get people to accept its pact, but everyone who has accepted its pact is slowly like becoming mute and is like sort of the Vox is trying to get this cast of people who are slowly accepting its pact to mate with yeah. one another and to okay. form their own culture because that way genetically the shit that the mother and father have will be passed down to a new generation of people who uh, yeah, no, further hundreds and thousands of years. It's, yeah. it's a genetic breeding program, basically. Uh, okay. And that's why conservation of bodily fluids is integral to the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I do like, I do like yeah. uh, that this will, like, the actual end game for this thing or the mid game is basically like the only people that are going to exist on Earth are the people with this gene. Mm, and what like that a, really a means is thing, a sinister yeah. kind of like yeah. implication of like genocide or war on the horizon for this world. Although humanity doesn't really see it happening yet, uh, because right. we're in yeah. the infancy of it. Yeah, and like the people who use the voice are often like leaders in society and like highly valued yeah. and respected. It's um, steering development of civilization on this planet. It's creating a cast of people yes. too that will like naturally mingle with each other and breed and be like a ruling cast. Oh, and and when it, it when it is at a certain part of this cycle of development. That it will like tell everyone with the pact, like, all right, now it's time for an all-out war. Yeah, and now kill it's time for. Remember it, those magical powers I gave you. Now it's time to do me a solid and buy that jacket. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a jacket. Yeah, well, I mean, it, <laughs> it's a genetic like, reset. There, essentially, it's doing sort of a kind of ethnic cleansing. Like it's yeah. trying to create a <laughs> race of entirely yes. like yeah humans. And part of what I find really intriguing about the setting too is that. Because all this time has passed, because these computers the, were things that humanity were able to create, out there in the universe, this might have already happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the people could, could show be. up at this planet that have seen this shit before. Yeah, well, I was actually about to say, so we've gotten ourselves to a pretty oh. dark place. Um, but opening, so talking about, like, records left... From the first race, yeah, this warning doesn't have of this. to be Earth. That's the other yeah. thing. It could be just it's a just, planet. It's just a planet uh, with right, humans planet, on it. But like, like, they're being like sort of an escape route. Like, this is what Fox is working towards. But the thing that makes it not completely inevitable is the idea that there are warnings left, maybe, or weapons left, and that maybe the the religious extremists might stumble upon it. Yeah. That never allow robots access to your DNA is the the moral yeah. setting. <laughs> the cherries are robots. <laughs> well, they are part of a neural network. Yeah. They're like neurons for this yes. creature, basically, that isn't even really a computer anymore. It's more like a kami or like, like a, a nature spirit. Mind, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, it's fucking cool as shit. This is why you need to let me do like a couple shots and just watch UFO conspiracy videos before every episode for at least an hour. Uh, and that way I get jazzed. Walter every gets his medicine. Like this. The listeners call in, Walter gets his jacket. And that's how it's going to go. You're and never going to get the jacket. The age it's of the jacket, jacket is, the jacket. I'm heralding in, in the, jacket. the dark age of the jacket where the I will rule with jacket. the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> What's really unfortunate in the podcast. even imagine it? <laughs> What's really unfortunate is that no one will hear this sick-ass episode because 
it started with you trying to MLM. bullshit for the first five minutes of this episode. Very understanding. It was funny and it was a rip. No, and they, if you they, do want to hit me up at this point, if you do, we're ha- gonna like yeah, yeah. cut half the episode because oh, we're yeah, gonna get sued by gonna, Critical Role. We're gonna cut it. That's right. We will do that. <laughs> we will do it. Hey, I might be editing it. I don't no, know. I'll be You're editing do- it. Oh, <laughs> well, is there anything else we want to fill up with this world? I feel like we got there, dude. Did, yeah. We went there no, so good much. One. Oh man, I I can only end it here and. Editorial power means that I do get to mute whatever Chessman's about to say that will ruin the setting. Well, no, I can't ruin the setting because there's already people eating their own cup. <laughs> we can't twist it. I don't think we codify that. We never that actually established that. <laughs> it's, it's canon. It's, it's part of an ancient religion. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking hell. And the cum, the cum like neutralizes the brain takeover. <laughs> 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 That's the secret that the original race left. Stop speaking this evil in the way to stop Box. Oh my god. <laughs> there is hope for humanity. These there guys from beyond the stars come over and like their spaceship, these like grizzled dudes, and they're like, drink this. And it's like a thermos, and he drinks it's like, what is this? And they're like, it's cum. <laughs> You're like, I feel different. <laughs> now we got like there. I feel like I want to go to war. And they're like, yes, that's the natural human state. It's the episode where we lose half of our ten viewers. <laughs> <laughs> because of cum drinking. Oh, oh, God oh my God. Ben, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> if you like this episode, <laughs> you can subscribe to us in your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every other Saturday. If you want, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with anyone who likes world building. It really does help us out. Our artist, courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at LoreLads or send us inquiries about suit buying at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building. Happy world building.